0: Good morning on this Sunday morning, and welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday, if you joined us, talking about the manifestation of the name of the Father, how Jesus manifested the name of the Father, and how he declared it unto the disciples. Of course, they didn't fully comprehend everything. But when the Holy Spirit came, he did bring everything to their remembrance. In his priestly prayer, in John chapter 17, Jesus makes mention of so many powerful things. Uh, He describes what eternal life is, knowing the Father, knowing the Son. He describes what truth is. uh, Your word is truth. He describes so much uh, the unity of, Uh, between Jesus and the Father being one, how the disciples and the believers are to be one with the Father and the Son also. Uh, But it's the manifestation of the name of the Father and the manifestation and the declaration of that name that captures my attention. So let's look at it. John 17, verse number 6, and then 26. I have manifested your name unto... The men which you gave me out of the world, they were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. And I have declared unto them your name and will declare it that the love wherewith you have loved me may be in them and I in them. And then. In the story of chapter 14, the book of John, when Jesus tells them that he's going to be going away, they didn't know where to go or how to follow. When Jesus tells them, I'm the truth, I'm the way, I'm the life. In verse number 7, then he adds to this. If you had known me, notice the if, you would have known my Father also. So if we know Jesus, because no man cometh to the Father but by me, by Jesus, then we will also get to know the Father. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Notice, Jesus describes very, very carefully that in knowing him, you would have known the Father. The exact same word. Also, he says, and from now on, you will know him and you have seen him. In verse number 8, Philip says unto him, Lord, show us the Father and it will suffice us. If you show us a father, that'll be uh, enough. The the That'll be sufficient. The, you know You won't have to explain it to us. But in reality, he did have to explain it to them because in verse number 9, Jesus says unto him, unto Philip, Have I been so long with you, and yet you have not known me, Philip? Remember when Philip, at the very beginning of the book of John, when he comes uh, to Jesus. And he that has seen me has seen the Father. And how is it that you say then, show us the Father? Jesus was declaring to them that in order to know the Heavenly Father, you must know Him him there's no getting around it they 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 simply were told exactly how it is or how it was that jesus himself was expressing in and through his physical body he was expressing and representing the father not only the delegated authority but the embodiment Of the Heavenly Father. That when you looked at Jesus healing. Loving. Caring. uh, Rebuking. Correcting. uh, Whatever he was doing. You were seeing. The Heavenly Father. You were seeing God Almighty. In the flesh. In the life of Jesus. So when you look at that. They were visibly. Seen. All that God is and all that God wanted to reveal himself to them. Had he wanted to reveal more, he would, and which he does. When Jesus uh, up on the Mount of Transfiguration is is glorified by the Father and the glory that he had before begins to manifest through his physical body, they hear the voice of the Father. They see the cloud overshadow them. They see all these things take place. And when they do, they are absolutely uh, uh, astounded, at least the three of them that went with him. But the thing being this, that they got to see. So when they saw Jesus raise the dead like Lazarus or that, little young, that young man or that uh, young girl, They were seeing the care, the love of the Heavenly Father. So when Jesus would talk about the Father, when he would mention him in prayer, when he would mention him in all the other ways that he mentioned him, then, then, that is when they were seeing. Jesus would declare, but he would also manifest what and who the Father is So when we see this, then we have to understand that Jesus, from the very beginning, from the very onset, wanted them to begin to realize a relationship with the Heavenly Father. Now, our earthly fathers, many, many, many people can grasp and understand that because of the great or good relationship that they have had with their natural earthly father. But the relationship with our Heavenly Father is yet unlike any natural father because of the love for which he has loved us, the care, the planning, the preparations that he has made for us for eternity, knowing our name, knowing our uprising, our sitting down before we even ever were conceived. He he knew all these things now. We had mentioned Philip in the book of John, in chapter 1, verse 43. It says, the day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee, and he finds Philip, and he says unto him, follow me. Now, remember, this is the individual that just finished saying, "Uh, Father, uh, uh, Jesus, just show show us the Father, and that will be sufficient. Now, Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter, and Philip findeth Nathanael. And says unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael says unto him, Can there be anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip says unto him, Come and see. And Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him, and he says to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no guile. Nathaniel says unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when you were under the fig tree, I saw thee. And Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. Thou art the King of Israel. Notice what Nathanael answered. He said, You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. But Philip answered and said to Nathanael, Come and see, we have found him who Moses wrote in the Law of the Prophets, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. But yet, as I said, Nathanael, he looks at Jesus and sees something so different. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the son of God. Where did he get this from? You are the king of Israel. Remember, when Peter, in Matthew chapter 16, he says, who do men say that I am? And, you know, they said, well, they said, you're Elijah, you're one of the prophets, you're this, you're that. But Peter says, you are the son of the living God. And Jesus says, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But this has been revealed to you by my Father, which is in heaven. This has been revealed. You have been given this revelation. Here we see that Nathanael answered exactly. But when Jesus told Peter... And I'll I'll read that right now. Let me finish here in John chapter 1, verse 50. Jesus answered and said unto him, Nathanael, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, you believed? You shall see greater things than these. Notice, greater things in these. Why? Because you're going to be seeing the manifestation of the Father, of what he wants to demonstrate. And he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, from hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending, descending upon the Son of Man. So, when we look at this in the scripture, Jesus described what was going to be manifested and how it was going to be manifested. And for Peter, the scripture says, in when we read it, it says, Simon And he answered, Simon Peter said unto him, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. The Son. In order for them to say the Son of the living God, that means there is a heavenly Father. And Jesus answered and said to Simon, Behold, art thou Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed thee have revealed it unto thee but my father which is in heaven my father has revealed this to you see the revelation the manifestation of the name of god of who jesus was was manifested by the father he has revealed it to you and i say unto you peter you are Uh, I say also unto you that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So going back to where we were where Philip says, Jesus or Lord, show us the Father and it will suffice us. And Jesus says unto him, Have I been so long with you? And yet Hast thou not known me, Philip? Haven't you comprehended? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then? Show us the Father. In verse 14, uh, verse 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? And the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he does the works. Now, remember Jesus. He says, when he, the Holy Spirit, is come, he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever I speak, that is what he is going to speak and show you. So Jesus only manifested the Father because there was no other way to get to him. He declared the Father's name. Now Jesus is on the scene and the Holy Spirit is going to be given or is given. And he says when he is come, he's not going to talk about himself. But whatever he hears, Jesus say that is what he is going to To give to us. That is what we're going to hear. So, it's Jesus demonstrating that relationship with our Lord. The Heavenly Father is also revealed and unveiled to us. As we listen to the Holy Spirit, it's Jesus that is speaking. We are being revealed and manifested the name of our Lord Jesus by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is taking that which is of Jesus, is manifesting and declaring it unto us. Just like Jesus took the name of the Father and manifested and declared it unto his disciples. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination, we've run out of time. Keep looking up our Redeemer and redemption draweth nigh, very near. But until then, the Lord richly and fully bless you. Amen.